0: This is Jonathan Smith, your host here at Shooting the Schmidt. I hope you are having a great day, a great week. The weekend is here. It is Friday, and the week just keeps getting better for me. Dolphins go get Tyreek Hill yesterday. My Arkansas Razorbacks advance to the Elite Eight. We're going to get into that game here in a second. But first, Double B, Bruce Buffer. (laughs) Thank you, Bruce. Now, I have very, very few notes today for today's podcast because I don't feel like I'm going to need them, okay? My Arkansas Razorbacks have advanced to the Elite Eight in back-to-back seasons. Man, what a time it is. Okay, I have to brag here for a second. It's been a great week for me, okay? The Dallas Mavericks have won seven out of their last ten Arkansas moving on to the Elite Eight. The Dolphins not playing scared, going out, getting guys like Tyreek Hill, signing Armstead. It's been a great sports week for me. But now, probably my most proud moments, the Arkansas Razorbacks moving on to the Elite Eight after beating number one overall seed Gonzaga, 74-68. to Now, I'm going to do my best here to keep my composure, okay? Because all I heard the entire way leading up to this game, was how Arkansas had absolutely no chance to beat Gonzaga. Absolutely none. Nobody gave them a shot except for me. I gave them a shot. With that being said, I'm not going to sit here and pat myself on the back too much because I did say that I think that they, they would lose. Okay, I thought Arkansas would lose the game, but I thought that they had a shot to win. Okay? Now, with that being said, Arkansas plays a fantastic game, and I get on Twitter after I finish watching the game, and my hope and what I'm expecting to see is is stuff like, wow, Eric Musselman, one hell of a coach, okay? That's one of the best coaches in the country. Stamp, like, put a stamp on it, okay? Like, he's without a doubt one of the best coaches in the country after a win like that, when you look at the talent gap and things like that. Or maybe, you know, I was going to see, wow, man, Audie's Tony, the motor on that kid. The way that he played defense was incredible. Didn't see that either. Instead, what I see is no one giving Arkansas even a hint of credit, okay? Everything was all about Chet Holmgren and the foul-out, okay? And I understand that it was an important part of the game. Saw a lot of stuff on that. Saw a lot of stuff on Audie's Tony stepping out of bounds that led to the Williams 3. Look, I'm sorry, but one play that was or wasn't called with four minutes left to go in the game does not affect the outcome of it, okay? Was it a big play? Sure, you can make that argument. I would probably agree with you, but at the end of the day, there were several other plays down the stretch, several big shots hit by Arkansas, shout out to Trey Wade for hitting those big threes late in the game, that had a much bigger effect on the game than that one possession, so you can miss me with that. Talking about the fouls, Arkansas's second leading scorer, Stanley Amude, only played 20 minutes because he spent the entire game in foul trouble, okay, so I don't want to hear All the Chet Holmgren stuff. Okay, the first three fouls, they were all fouls. Foul number three, he had his left arm hooked around the hip of the shot taker. Okay, that is a foul, whether you like it or not. And guess what? The last two fouls probably weren't fouls. Okay, even though the expert referee or whatever said that the fourth foul was indeed a foul. The fifth one probably wasn't. But at the end of the day, you have to tip your cap to Arkansas, who made a concerted effort to attack the rim and specifically to attack Chet Holmgren, who they knew was in foul trouble, and they continued to put the referees in tough situations and force them to make tough calls. Okay, it is part of basketball. Referees miss calls. Okay, on top of that, the foul differential was absolutely huge. Okay, Arkansas attacked the rim all night and got little to no calls around the basket, okay? Gonzaga was in the double bonus, while Arkansas had only been fouled three times with seven minutes to go in the game. That's only the second half. I didn't even pay attention in the first half, but it felt pretty lopsided there as well, okay? And look, we can say whatever we want about the fouls, but it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, Arkansas won that game because Eric Musselman flat out out out-coached Mark Few. There's no other way around it, okay? Arkansas slowed the game down, didn't allow Gonzaga to play out in transition, When they did, they did a great job of communicating and getting bodies on bodies. The defense was impeccable. That is the thing that should stand out to people, okay? And the fact that the foul bull crap is taking the headlines is really, really annoying, okay? Because at the end of the day, Arkansas took a team that averages, I believe, 86 points a game, 86 points a game, and held them to 68. That is incredible, okay? They held Chet Holmgren scoreless in the first half. That is incredible. Okay. You know, Timmy played a great game, was super impressed with him. Okay. But Adi's Tony is undoubtedly, undoubtedly the unsung hero of this game, borderline MVP. I would still give it to JD Note because even though Note didn't shoot it great from the field, he controlled the game offensively for Arkansas. He got them in and out of sets very well, created plenty of shots, had a couple big assists to once again Trey Wade, who stepped up. And speaking of Trey Wade, let me brag on him here for a second. He has been, without a doubt, the least talked about Arkansas transfer that came in this year, and he had the game of his life, 6 of 10 from the floor, 3 of 4 from 3, including two big ones from the corner late, 15 points, 7 rebounds. Kid played his butt off, did a great job playing defense as well. Audis Tony scored nine points and was incredible holding Nemhard to only seven points. Okay, he just completely took Gonzaga's best guard out of the game, and I've said it over and over and over again on this podcast these past few weeks. The NCAA tournament is a guard-driven tournament. There is no other way around it. And at the end of the day, Arkansas's guards played better than Gonzaga's. Okay, Our, or Gonzaga's two starting guards where a combined three of 10 from three and five of 21 from the floor. They combined for 15 points and only four assists. Okay, at the end of the day, the Arkansas guards absolutely outplayed Gonzaga. On top of that, Jalen Williams played fantastic, 15 points, 12 rebounds. Thought he played good defense on Timmy as well, who was 9 of 19 from the field, even though he did score 25 points. Very impressed with Timmy. And, yeah, like, I just, I want Arkansas to get their credit, okay? Because they played a fantastic game on defense. They scored just enough on offense. They didn't shoot it great from three. Okay, they were 7-25 from downtown, okay? Now, 12 of those shots were from Note, who didn't shoot it well at all, like I already said. But they hit timely threes, and they played outstanding defense, okay? They turned Gonzaga over 15 times. Coming into the game, they had only turned it over 14 times In their previous two games. Okay, that is impressive. Okay, like I said, they took the air out of the ball. They slowed the game down. They didn't allow Gonzaga to do what they wanted, which was get out and run. They didn't allow it. Okay, and there were times where it kind of felt like Gonzaga was coming back. You know, they cut it down to three or whatever. And then, boom, Arkansas, 5-0 run. Back up to eight. Okay, Gonzaga didn't lead the entire second half. Okay, so you can miss me with all that foul bull crap. Okay, because that's what it is. Okay, it's taking credit away from a team that's played really hard all year long and at the end of the day, this Gonzaga thing goes back to what I've been saying all year long. Okay, Gonzaga comes out and they look great in November and December and January when they're playing really really good competition and they're beating all of them at the start of the season. Right? And then everybody goes, they play in their they play their conference schedule. Gonzaga isn't tested at all. Meanwhile, the Arkansas of the World, play Kentucky, and Auburn, and Tennessee, and Texas A&M, and these really tough LSU, these really tough basketball teams, and they're hardened throughout the season. And so they continue to get better. And we see it every single year in March. Okay, we see it every single year when Gonzaga runs into these Power 5 teams who have been tested throughout the season, and then they lose because they didn't get better through the season. Okay, and I think that if I'm Gonzaga, what I would do To fix this problem is I would try to pull a Notre Dame, okay? Figure out a way to pull a Notre Dame, not be in a football conference, but be in a basketball conference, right? Notre Dame is an independent at the Division I level, but they play in the ACC for basketball, okay? Gonzaga's got to find a way to get into the Pac-12, okay? I think that's really the only way to fix this problem where they can continue to get better through the season, okay? Because at the end of the day, if you're not getting better, you're getting worse, There's no other way around it. Once again, tip of the cap to Arkansas. Eric Musselman and Must We Trust get on the must bus. They're going to play Duke. I really like them against Duke because Arkansas defends and Duke does not. With that being said, Paulo Bancaro is nothing but a problem. It's going to be fun to see how Musselman schemes his defense around stopping Bancaro. But you can't fully key in on Bancaro because Duke has several other guys who can get a bucket. It's going to be a great game. Clash of styles. Should be a lot of fun. Still waiting on JD Note to explode and have a game where he shoots extremely well. He's yet to do it. I'm waiting on it to happen. Wouldn't be surprised. You know, he's a ticking time bomb that could go off any minute. That's going to do it here at Shooting the Schmidt. Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to follow me on social media, you know, at jschmidt underscore four, and then at jschmidt underscore sports on TikTok. But yeah, make sure you check me out there. Once again, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great weekend. I'll be back on Monday. Hopefully after another Arkansas win. Go Hogs. Woo Pig. I'll talk to you again on Monday.